Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents... Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast. We have a very fun, very also gruesome interview with our favorite Nancy Grace coming up. But before we get into that, here's what's happening at Betches. We have the Sub 2020 video series. Episode four is coming out. 2020 sucks and it's up to us to save it. Episode four of the Save 2020 series is out now and it's all about swing states. What they are, which states are swing states, and why the fuck presidential candidates dedicate so much time and attention to them. Head to the Betches IGTV to watch now. We also, for all Not Another True Crime podcast listeners, you probably might have heard uh, this limited series already, but if you haven't, you need to check out Do You Know Who My Dad Is? It's a new series that explores the connections you never knew existed with dynastic nepotism and the effects it has on our culture and current political system. The most recent episode is out now and exposes the nepotism happening in Hollywood. Tune in to Do You Know Who My Dad Is every Friday on Just Up Podcasts and also Not Another True Content. We also have some amazing merch that if you're fans of this podcast, you're going to want to scoop up really quick. We just came out with this today. So it's fresh off the press. We have a scammer mug that just has the names of all your favorite scammers. I'm talking Billy, Anna, Elizabeth, Ja Rule, all the hitters in a mug. It's amazing. We also just dropped our Tiger King collection, which is perfect for Halloween or whatever we're calling this approximation of Halloween this year. They're all drinking at home, I think. <laughs> drinking at home. They're all teas that you can wear year round. So even whether you're drinking at home or maybe next year going out. Um, you'll still get some wear out of them. So head to shopbetches.com to check out our merch. And now, after all that, it's time for our interview with Nancy Grace. 
Hey guys, welcome to another very special episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine and I'm here with... Danny Murphy. But I'm not the priority today. We have a better, we have someone better than me. <laughs> and I'm admitting that. <laughs> yes. That's hard to believe. <laughs> you couldn't someone guess. better than you? No way. No, I mean. impossible. If you couldn't guess, we have back on the show, Nancy Grace, the one and only... Hey thank guys, you so thank much. you for inviting me. Oh, thank so good to see you again. So much for being back. Yeah, we're zooming now. Yeah. We're zooming. Are you a fan of the Zoom in quarantine? I love Zoom. <laughs> hey, it's okay for you guys. It's okay with me. That's perfect. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't have to leave my bed where I'm recording this, so I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Isn't that awesome? And uh, I have managed to somehow get through the oxygen series um, and so much more as we fought through Corona and we continue to fight. I love that too, because it's able to give, you're still able to do that. And also it gives us something to watch and question and get so invested with, because I feel like I speak for everyone when we need this content now more than ever. Gosh, and you know what? Um, it's a daunting task to even sift through the thousands of cases that we look at for oxygen. I'm, I'm just thrilled and proud to be launching season two of Injustice on Oxygen. And um, let me tell you, one of the first things I want to do is take on Fort Hood. Um, I had been investigating the disappearance of Vanessa Guillen before, long before her body was found. Really? And my longtime friend, Tim Miller with EquiSearch, was there finding her body. And what that woman went through, guys, I mean, she was bludgeoned dead in the armory. And, of course, the army said, we don't see any evidence. I've never seen a bludgeoning death where there was not blood evidence everywhere. But okay, I'm just going to swallow that, you know, no. Then she was dismembered with a machete. Oh my God. The perps tried to burn her body to the extent, you know, it's hard to burn oh. a body, that the trees, the, the leaves on the trees above them were burned. Finally, they buried her and poured wet cement over her skin to dispose of her body. Didn't work. And then amazingly, not far from her body, is the body of Gregory Weedle Morales. Now the count is up to about 30 dead or missing soldiers at Fort Hood. What that woman went through, just 20 years old, at 11, she was playing Army games. She wanted to be in the Army. And uh, she wanted to devote herself to that and make it a career. But she was sex harassed. And uh, was too afraid to say anything, thought it would hurt her career. She'd be blackballed. She ends up dead. What that family has suffered, I mean, I want answers from Hood. Yeah, I, I'm really glad you brought that up because we wanted to ask you, like, what the hell do you think is going on there? I mean, I, I can't really put I it cover up. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you think is going on that so many soldiers have either gone missing or turned up dead or... Like well, that. I think that there is pervasive sex harassment, number one, that has not been checked at all. In fact, very often, I, I, from what I'm understanding now, very often it's the victim 
that gets transferred to another unit it's as if they were the ones that did something wrong. It's very hard for me to believe that by changing leadership at Hood, anything's different. We still don't have answers. The family, as, as late as yesterday I spoke with, still does not have answers. Any evidence, nothing. They were stonewalled. They were lied to the whole time. It was like pulling a tooth. And this bill, Vanessa's bill they have, mm -hmm. it hasn't even been introduced on the floor of the house. Why? What's the problem? Because wow. I feel and like that's, that's a bill to like create an independent third party to report sexual assault. To, yes, exactly. So you don't have insiders deciding the fate of insiders. And I'll tell you what, I, I think it's because these are women. They are minorities. They are people that authority believes are expendable, but that's not true. They're not expendable to me. And I still think Hood is lying through their teeth. And I would like to know why. My dad was in the military. I'm a huge supporter of our military, but this is wrong. Cause I feel like that's, it's uh, there is so much that it's unavoidable now because there's just so much happening there and so much detail coming out that people need, they, people need the answers that they know that they have. And do you feel, because obviously we're all in tune to it and you're luckily you're going to be covering it on your show. Do you think that it needs to get more media attention to try to make this change happen? Absolutely, because when it first happened, it was all in the media and all these celebs were like, I'm Vanessa Gann. I know you're not. You're a celebrity sitting in a mansion, staring down at Rodeo Drive. Stop it. Mm -hmm. You're not <laughs> Vanessa Gann. Vanessa Gann and people like her are working hard every day to make it in a world where really they're not wanted. They're not... Uh, allowed to succeed, even though they may be overqualified. These people do not have a voice, and I want them to be heard. I know what it feels like to be in the criminal justice system, to be a victim of violent crime, to feel like there's, there's nobody listening to you or your family. It's terrible. So I want answers, not just about Vanessa Gann, but all the other missing, sex-harassed, and dead soldiers. We deal with that. We take on Fort Hood in the Vanessa Gein case. Uh, we look at, does this name ring a bell? Cult mom Lori Vallow and her freaky husband Chad Daybell. Can somebody Whoa, just yes. tell me, with five dead bodies, where's the murder charges? Literally. What's happening? You got this cult mom more busy painting her toenails blue and making lipstick behind bars. Stop. <laughs> and the J-Bell, the husband, you know, he would tell women, and I've interviewed a woman that's happened to, that they were his wives in a past life, so they basically already had sex. So why not? That's his pickup line. Oh, my Granted, God. It's new and different, but it is not working for me. Stick to what's your favorite color. Yeah. In a past life. Oh, wow. man. I don't think that that's not the one. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. But, okay, I actually have a lot of questions about this cult because... Were there like a lot of followers or was it just Chad and Lori being like kooks? No, there were followers. Um, Not as many as uh, a lot of cults you may have heard of. And of course, uh, the Church of Latter-day Saints has totally distanced themselves from this Mm -hmm. because this is nothing like what the Latter-day Saints believe. So, they had definitely let us just say taking the pathless travel to put perfume on a pig, but there were a lot, there were a good many people following along and listening to the podcast and buying those 25 doomsday books. Boy, I'd like to be a fly on the wall when Chad Mm. Daybell and Lori Vallow cult mom were sitting in jail on July 22 going, Hmm, the end of the world should be about now. (laughs) No, no, now. And it passed. But, you know, I talked to a cult expert in depth and he explained to me that when that happens, which it always does, um, that the cult leader will go, the Lord has given me a new date. And I hate to bring the Lord into this because he has nothing to do with this. But the cult leader will claim he now has new mystical knowledge of the real end of the earth. And they all just follow along like lemmings. And you just push it back like, you know, five years in advance, like me and making any life decisions. I'm like, yeah, it's worth it in the future. And and what's so amazing to me is that based on the evidence, Lori Vallow went along with this scheme and this belief that her children had become zombies. Well, the little girl, Tylee, was, you know, a teen and starting to say things like, no, mom, stuff like that. And so I'm sure Vallow hated that and jj had all sorts of learning issues and i imagine he was very hyperactive and uh, she probably didn't always like dealing with that so long story short i think they disappeared at exactly the time she wanted them to and kind of with that because i feel we all were watching this case being like these something these parents something's up with them I don't trust them. I don't like it at all. But then there were months between, like, there's so much time passed between that and them getting arrested. Do you, like, why do you Uh, think it took so long for them to get arrested? I think that it's always easier to prove a case when you have a body. Always easier. So here's the danger in rushing it. Once you arrest someone and charge them, they can slap you with a speedy trial demand, which means you've got that grand jury term, which is typically two or three months, and one or two others, which means within six to nine months, you have to try the case. Ready or not, here you come. And I advise you to be ready. That is the way to win a case or anything in life. Be more prepared than the other side. Devote yourself to it. Learn it. Be prepared with the facts and law. Don't go in half-baked or you will lose. So, you know, I get the delay. And right now, maybe that's why there's not a murder charge, because uh, they are getting their ducks in a row, so to speak. But they've got two 
dead children's bodies on the property of Chad Daybell. And hey, I'm not stopping right there. What about Tammy Daybell? Right. Yes. Hear this. Like I all mean, the dead wives and husbands and everything. It either cult mom Lori Vallow is a killer or she's clairvoyant because a couple of weeks before Tammy Daybell died in her sleep, cult mom Lori Vallow goes online and orders from Amazon a beach wedding dress and a wedding ring. And then as soon as Tammy Daybell dies, they take off for Hawaii and get married. So either she knew Tammy Daybell was about to die or she's clairvoyant. You pick because I don't think she's clairvoyant. because She <laughs> certainly mispredicted the end of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's not Clarissa explaining it all at all. Yeah, no, not at all. No, that's and I mean, think about it. Tylee's body was horribly mutilated and buried out where they buried their pets, their dogs, and other animals. And it just, JJ was just seven years old. He was a, just a beautiful little boy. And one of the last pictures of him is caught, I think, on a neighbor's ring doorbell. And he's running across the street to play. And right in the middle of running, he just throws his arms up. He's so happy. It's like he's mid-dance, just playing, being alive. He's dead. He's dead. Why? It, it's so hard, too, because I feel like with uh, this case in Fort Hood, it's almost kind of similar that it's two, the victims are almost the voiceless, where it's like a child who is so innocent because they're born innocent and can't control anything in their life. And then this female in the military just trying to have her dreams come true and just getting oppressed. Do you feel that, are those the cases that kind of ring more near and dear to your heart, these people that are just They really do. And I'll tell you why. I grew up on a red dirt road in middle Georgia. The bookmobile for needy children would park directly in front of our house. Hint, hint. And um, I loved it because I didn't know what air condition was until I got in the bookmobile. I'd stay in there all day long until they had to go back to the library. <laughs> and, you know, my first brush with being in a courtroom was when my fiance was murdered. And I remember it vividly. Every, everything about the testimony and, and the way it was. I know what that feels like. I know what that feels like, like feeling like there's nobody to turn to except Lady Justice. And I will be D-A-M-N-E-D. I gave up cussing after I had the twins. Um, <laughs> if I'm not going to try to seek justice for them. And there's, there's so many more unresolved cases. We've got one case where the judge is flat out high as a kite, drug addict, on the bench. What? What? Yeah. Where right. is this? Oh. Hey, you have to watch Oxygen Season 2 of Injustice <laughs> yeah. to find out. I, I not, sure will. This is not the spoiler alert. Right. <laughs> okay, that's not what this is. And also we visit uh, Missing Connecticut Mama 5, Jennifer Dulos. That went away, didn't oh. it? When COVID happened, it's like, okay, we're not investigating anymore. Hello, Michelle Traconis, Bonus Dulos's lover, who I believe was caught on video throwing out 
Jennifer Doulos' bloody clothes, getting rid of evidence. Why is she walking around free? Why? No, that's not right. He's the devil and she's Beelzebub. <laughs> I mean, it. she has five children to grow up without a mother or a father. When I think of that, you know, I thought I knew it all about grief and mourning after Keith was murdered. But then I had the twins, John, David, and Lucy. The thought of them growing up without parents is horrible, horrible. I feel like also there's been, I don't know if you've watched it, but the new Netflix documentary on Chris Watts. Right, right. I didn't know if you'd had any thoughts on that case or, or that documentary. Yeah. I, I, I do. Um, Chris Watts, um, we haven't heard the last of him. But Chris Watts painted things it was, it was such a brush that it almost didn't seem real. But the reality of what he did, he would have sex with anything that walked by, anything and everything. He went through one of those weird crises men have when they run to the gym they get all buff they get covered in tattoos they take selfies of themselves if i caught my husband yep. david lynch taking a selfie of himself without a <laughs> shirt on can i tell you all h-e-double-l would break loose right here um, <laughs> because I'll, you know he's my husband's the kind of guy that loves our family and when i think of somebody like chris watts killer dad you know he had sex with Shanann and then killed her. She had been out working on a work trip, pregnant, really pregnant. Can you imagine that? Traveling for work is hard enough. She got home from the airport at 1 a.m. Can't you just see her coming up the front steps, dragging luggage behind her, oh, gets yeah. in. Watts wants sex. She has sex and he murders her. Then the children come in and then he takes her dead body with the children in the car going, Daddy, please don't. Please don't. And he murders his two little girls. And let me tell you, the old oil drums that tanker for storage uh, containers were about 11 inches right here. The little girls' bodies, their shoulders were like that. He had to crush them into oh the God. storage tankers. Oh. And they were, quote, de-sleeved. That's oh. a nice way of saying your, all your skin comes off. Your oh, my arms. God. Then he buries Shanann in a shallow grave where she has coffin birth, which means baby Nico was born, was expelled from her body. Oh, my God. In that shallow grave. I mean, he needs to rot in hell. Mm -hmm. I can agree with that. Yeah, 100%. Hell with oh the devil mm -hmm. personally roasting him. Mm -hmm. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. For, uh, I, I mean, it's kind of 
of uh, with the topics we're talking about, a lot of people that listen to our podcast message us and they kind of say, I, when I hear a case like this or stories like this, I get so fascinated and I need to know everything. And then on the flip side, sometimes their partners or husbands are like, oh, please, I can't hear it. They get so squeamish. I'm wondering in your personal life, how is your husband? Does he get as invested as you do with these stories or does he watch your show kind of with that? He watches everything. And um, he was the one that was there when I was a prosecutor, of course, after case murder, I just could not consider getting married. The thought of trying to walk down the aisle again. I mean, to this day, when I try to say wedding, I say funeral. When I try to say funeral, I say wedding. I just couldn't do it. And it had a lot of repercussions in my life. I, because of that angst and that fear, I waited so long to finally get married that when I gave birth, my daughter, my little Lucy, she's like a little Sprite, just like her name, whimsical, wonderful, crackling with intelligence. She almost died. And I almost died. My lungs were full of blood clots because of my age, because I couldn't bring myself to walk down the aisle. I was was two hours late to my own wedding. The best man was like, David, this happens. Don't be upset. You know, cold cases and cold feet. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? Um, uh, I started walking down the aisle to Moon River. I saw him at the end of the aisle. And I knew that that was the right thing to do. And I did it. It was such a blessing. And then I got the twins to boot. But these crimes have serious, serious complications and repercussions you could never imagine. And that is why when I see an injustice, I feel it. So my husband, he was the one supporting me when I was in the DA's office, for example, 10 years in inner city Atlanta, nothing but felonies. He was there with me when I'd be up at one o'clock at night making posters or driving around town trying to find a witness at 3 a.m. David was there. So, yes, he he cares. He never misses an oxygen program. Never. I live tweet Insta and Facebook the whole program. But he's not as fascinated with the murder details as I am. I will say that. My twins are more fascinated. (laughs) (laughs) Do you let them watch? the show i let them watch certain programs we love brit box we love the brit murder mysteries we love hercule poirot i can't wait for the next one oh, yeah. with uh oh who is starring in it i'm so awesome taking on the role of hercule poirot we love miss marple we love father brown midsummer murders i could go on murders in paradise <laughs> yeah the brits really know how to put on murder oh, oh yeah they do everything better over there i'm convinced yeah well the food is not necessarily as good but you know that's that's a personal preference (laughs) you're right we have to take our one win where we can let's take a win when we can yeah you're so right about that but yeah david my husband he never misses a program i when i was prosecuting i would tell him about every case and say what do you think and he's actually pretty good at analysis uh he's in the business world so he's very analytical so yeah, they're all, we're all in it. And I almost feel like, cause you've had such a long successful career, you've seen, I, I, I almost want to feel like you've seen it all. Like, does anything still shock you with the case? Like has any case? Like, yes. Like, 
Yeah. Just saying when I was recounting about Chris Watts, which it's always amazing to me that the, it feels as if the eye is tricking the mind. And I always use Scott Peterson as a good example. A lot of people, not me, let's be clear, but a lot of people thought he was handsome. He's got a college <laughs> degree. You know, he's the big golfer. He actually roomed with Phil Mickelson for a minute, I think, in college. He's got a great job. He's making a good income. He's got a gorgeous wife, baby on the way, lovely home. I've seen it. It's awesome. It's hard to believe that this guy murdered Lacey and their unborn child, Connor, and then dumped them in the cold waters of the San Francisco Bay. But he did. He did. I don't care what he's saying right now. He did it. And in the recent reversal of his sentencing, the court was very clear. There's no doubt that the record is clear that guilt was established. The only problem is several 13 jurors out of about 1,500 were not individually questioned about could they hand down a death penalty if the facts warranted it. So it had to be a reversal. Um, waiting to see what's going to happen with that, if they're going to retry the penalty phase or just give him life without parole. Let him go in with the Gen P, general population, see how that works out. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, you got that right. So we'll <laughs> see. But what I'm saying is it's very, it's a conundrum. You see this thing, this appearance like Chris Watts, and then you read these facts and then you start looking at the evidence and it's true. It's very hard to reconcile. Yeah, we talk about, I feel like we talk about this all the time where these people do these horrible, heinous acts for kind of the stupidest reasons. The stupidest, the stupidest. And, um, and we see history repeat over and over. As a matter of fact, I brought this, I gotta send a copy of this to you guys. I just came Please. out with my new book, Don't Be a Victim. And what you just said, um, I met with the father of Karina Vetrano, the Long Island jogger, Phil Vetrano. Oh, yeah. And at the time, he was leading the fight for familial DNA to be accepted across the country. And mm -hmm. I joined him in that fight. What he and his wife went through after the murder of Karina, just beautiful, smart, savvy, awesome woman, led me to realize that we see the same fact patterns happening. And I started writing safe while exercising. And then I went into children about how to keep your child safe. Like if you're at shopping, think about Adam Walsh, two aisles away from his mom when he was, uh, kicked out of Sears, kidnapped, and murdered. Your child's safe at school. You know, 30% or more kid abductions and attempts happen as it relates to getting to school, the school bus, the school route, walking to school, pickup, blah, blah, blah. 30%. How can you protect your child? On the way, on the way home, and at school, at playgrounds, at parks, at amusement centers, bathroom attacks. Nobody wants to think about that, but it's real online where children are groomed online you know when my son is on there playing all his video games i always walk through usually every hour uh and say hey who are you playing with like i'm casually interested mm -hmm. and I, he goes oh you know my friends i'm like what friends 
are they at school? What friends? And he tells me, and I very often say, oh, let me say hi. You do not want your child playing with somebody they don't know in real life. Mm -hmm. Then I go on to protecting yourself, exercising at shopping malls and parking decks. Um, when you're traveling, did you know that girls can be Eagle Scouts now? Yeah. So both of my children are in Scouts. Hence, what does that mean to me? Camping trip? Oh, murder and molestation. So I became a scout leader, a volunteer, <laughs> and I made my husband do it too. So now we're big campers and RVers. So I wrote a whole segment on safe while traveling uh, and camping. And so I wrote that and all the proceeds, all the proceeds are going to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. So I'm very proud of Don't Be a Victim. That's amazing. Yeah, that is. I love too that you included kind of more, unfortunately, modern types of crime because it is constantly evolving. And I think, I mean, even though we've had the internet for a chunk of time now, it's still in the grand scheme of the world, so new and always yeah. changing. And the kid, and like, even now, like the teens know how to do things that we've never even thought possible. So you always have to catch up to keeping them as safe as they can be on there. Totally. And I go into not only protecting your child online and talk to child the now adult victims of child luring online and molestation but i talked to adults about online ads i just recently covered a case where a mom and a dad they had a flip it business and you know like on hgtv they have flip oh, yeah. this house well yes. this is a flip the car they buy a car an ugly car they buy a car they fix it up and they sell it at a profit. So nice. mom and dad, of five children, you know where this is going. Uh -oh. They go to get to buy a used Toyota RAV4. The guy goes, oh, I brought the wrong paperwork. Can you follow me to my place? And they're like, sure. No. No. As soon as they get across town, he shoots both of them, steals the three grand they had, and that's that. The five oh children, no parents. So I talk about online dangers, uh, online ads, uh, internet dating, of malware, hacked baby cams, you name it, and how to keep oh, yourself and your home safe. Yeah, I feel like there could be a whole chapter on just like Craigslist scams. Oh gosh, oh. yes. Yeah. I was gonna, I, I sold some furniture when I moved out and I had some people come to get it. There were these like huge armors, I couldn't move it. So I, I had a friend come over and I also had a hammer with me and my friends thought I was so weird. I was like, I don't know. I might need to use this as a weapon. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Craigslist killer for Pete's yeah, sake? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Did not yeah. want to be the next victim, so. <laughs> and I'm just thrilled that in Oxygen's Injustice Season 2, we find cases, some of them are famous, like the ones I talked about. Some of them are not famous, but they deserve the same kind of spotlight that the famous cases get. Those victims are no more or less important than celebrity victims. So, you know, that's why Lady Justice is wearing a blindfold. She is supposed to be blind to the victim or the defendant's position in life, their wealth, their power, their education, their privilege, to mete out justice fairly. And uh, I really take that to heart. In inner city Atlanta, most of my victims were underprivileged and they're, they're, it was heartbreaking. And typically victims of violent crime are women and children, the most uh, powerless 
and the most disenfranchised in our society. So I feel very strongly about representing them. I love that. And with the new, with no spoilers, what is it, Casey, you feel hasn't had a lot of attention that you've covered that you're excited or you're, you're, you hope more people pay attention to? Well, I'm very interested in the case of Gregory Weedle Morales. That's a little known name that has emerged as a tangential name in the Vanessa Guillen case. Did you know when I first got an uh, inside tip from some searchers, some volunteer searchers, we found remains. Oh my, I can't believe they found Vanessa. It wasn't Vanessa Guillen. It was Gregory Weedle Morales. There are many other victims whose names we don't know, but you will know if you watch Auctions and Justice Season 2. Well, we'll definitely be tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. And I will be live tweeting Insta and Facebook the whole time. Oh, yeah. Tell us where we can find you on all those platforms. Uh, Nancy Grace. She's like, I'm Nancy Grace. You can find me. Sometimes I do like a V. Go to crimeonline.com. Go to our website, crimeonline.com. And I'm going to be looking for your tweets. I shall tweet you back. Seriously. In commercial breaks. Because I have to totally focus during the segment. During the wine time to fill up. Yeah, I'll be tweeting. Exactly. Hey, 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 hey. I am not going to end up on the Nancy Grace show. I am not boozing it up and then taking care of the children. You know how many houses have burned down because of mommy drunk in the corner? That ain't happening. Well, that might happen at my house with me, so we'll see. No, yeah, we're the only children we have to take care of in our homes, so. All right, well, thank you so much, Nancy. This was super fun, as always. So great talking. Guys, thank you so much for having me. It really means a lot to me. We really worked hard. And we found a way to work through the pandemic to bring these cases to you. We were bent on shining a light on these cases and seeking justice. And I'm very grateful that you invited me on to talk about it. Thank the you. pleasure is all ours. Thank you so much. I'll see you soon. Hey, after the first episode that you watch, please mm-hmm. have me back. Tell me what you think. Of, of course. course. Yes. <laughs> but it better be all good because... I know where you live. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again for listening to the show. Please follow us on Instagram at NATC pod. Please rate review and subscribe. You can follow me on Instagram at Sarah Lameem. And you can follow me on everything at at Cashmere, Danny Cashmere with a K. And we'll see you next time. Betches.